Welcome to episode 003 of the Hot Mess Bible Study with Kenton and Hagen. Alright, 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 alright. We are in the book of John, chapter 11. Verse 35. And Shortest we, verse in the Bible. Yeah, that's the center of our conversation. But That's right, but hold, there's no telling where this thing will go. Yeah, rabbit holes everywhere. <laughs> rabbit holes everywhere. We might end up in Genesis. Might end up in jail. <laughs> if things go south, yeah. <laughs> Jesus wept. The shortest verse in the Bible. It's a, what a beautiful verse. It you is. want to read that little passage? Those cut few verses there together? Alright, so we're going to start off in verse 33 of chapter 11. Of John. Of John. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him, but some of them said, Could not could not he who opened the eyes of a blind man also have kept this man from dying? Isn't that wonderful that Jesus weeps with us when we weep? What a beautiful thought that that the God that created the universe that created us takes time to mourn with us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think it was also pretty personal to him though too. Oh, it was personal. Lazarus was his friend, but I'm his friend too. And you are too. Yeah. Yeah, well I hope you're a friend of Jesus, friend in radio land. Yeah. Streaming land. <laughs> uh Yeah, I mean I don't know. It, it to me it just stands out that he was human. Like a lot of people think that Jesus was that some was, high on the cloud floating around on, a, on water vapor just floating around and casting demons out and raising the dead and what he did, but... He got tired. He got hungry. He yeah. he wept. Jesus wept with his friends that were weeping, that were mourning. He walked everywhere he went. He could have taken a chariot or a horse or a donkey or whatever, but everywhere he went, he walked. Yeah. He was a servant. He was a man of the earth. He was in the, I see as I, I, from going from town to town, walking the whole group of them, the disciples and the other followers. Jesus was for us. He was with the people. He was kicking up dust, going from town to town, telling everybody the good news and, and healing people. And he cared for us. That's what this is all about. He cared for us. What do you, I mean, what do you, what do you get from it? Yeah, um, I'm trying to find right before this, right before he gets to where Lazarus was, They talk, he was talking to the disciples and they were telling him how they were asking him, why would you go back to a place where they want to kill you? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly what he says. That's what I'm... Um, so, so when he, this is John 11, verse 6. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews are just now, just now seeking to stone you. And are you going there? And are you going there again? And Jesus answered, and this is very important <laughs> verse. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because of the li- because the light is not within him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of this of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. So that's that's really interesting to me because all right, we've got the we're talking about the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. And we're talking about that because Jesus started weeping with his friends and loved ones, his 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 beloved friend Lazarus had had died, and Lazarus's two sisters are upset and they're weeping, and this moves Jesus to mourn with them, and he weeps with them. That's hence the verse Jesus wept. He's he starts mourning with them. He his sadness overtakes him. Um, but what's interesting, what's so interesting about that to me is that he knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead and Lazarus was going to be okay. But he still wept because they were weeping. And he, the, the whole thing was planned by him. He knew that Lazarus would, this was all for the glory of God to raise Lazarus from the dead. So when they sent message to him early on that Lazarus was sick, he could have just gone to Lazarus and healed him, but yeah. he didn't. He let Lazarus fall sick and pass away, and then he goes. For four days. Right, right. He waits. Where he was, he stays, and he waits a few days until Lazarus has been in the grave for a few days. Well, yeah, and you can tell even the disciples and Marta, Mar- Martha, Marta, Martha, Martha, Martha. She she says, I think it's Martha, because Lazarus's sister. There's Mary, Mary and Martha. Yeah, Lazarus's sister. Martha, Martha, Martha. Lazarus's Sorry. sister Mary doesn't even go to when Jesus comes. She doesn't even go to like see him and be with him. She's probably a little mad with well, Jesus. Well, yeah, that's what I get from it. But I'm saying Martha, she's there, and he he Jesus says to him basically roll the roll the stone away and open up the cave or whatever yeah, that he's she in. She says, "Oh Lord, are you kidding me?" Stinking. It's like he's been rotting in there for four days. Yeah, and his response is kind of just like, "Open it." But get yeah, but getting back to uh, yeah. It, Everything God does is planned. It, we we think that, you know, so many people have different philosophies about how God works. But we see in this, uh, in this passage, in this account of raising Lazarus from the dead, that God had a plan the whole time. God knew what was going to happen. God being Jesus and Jesus being God. He knew what was going to happen. But yet, that did not stop him from being emotionally invested in the moment. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Even though he's God, even though he knows from the beginning, he, he even told his disciples before they even came to, to where Lazarus and Mary and Martha were, 
He told them what was going to happen. So, but, but yet we, the interesting thing that I see that as Jesus, as God knows what's going to happen, but that doesn't make him above us. That doesn't, he doesn't put himself outside of the situation looking in. He's in the situation with us. He's there with Martha and Mary and he wept. He cries with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, just because he knows what happened is going to happen doesn't mean that he doesn't care about how you feel about it right now, even though he already knows the outcome. Is what I'm saying. Well, that, and it and it shows that he, like the disciples, were worried about him going to this place and being stoned to death. And Jesus, it shows that he has a. I mean, there's a plan. Like he says, I'm going to go and heal this guy for the better of the, basically for the better of. The king for the kingdom of heaven, because so now you will believe, or right. so you will believe. So God, God the Father will be glorified through the raising of Lazarus from the dead. Yeah, he's not worried about some guys with a couple of rocks in their hands. Yeah, and it's a different subject, but one of the coolest things to me that I heard a preacher talk about one time was when he actually, you know, like you were just saying, rolled a stone away. And she said, no, it's going to be stinking. He said, do it. And anyway, when he calls out, he calls out, Lazarus, come forth. Yeah. If he had not said Lazarus, every dead person that's in the earth or anywhere else would have come to life. Yeah. Just like, same as what's going to happen at the resurrection. Every dead person would have come. So he had to specifically say, Lazarus, come forth. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it it means so much to me that Jesus wept. It means so much to me that Jesus wept with Martha and Mary, even knowing that he's fixing to bring Lazarus back to, ha- to life and there's going to be a celebration and it's going to be fun and everything's going to be wonderful. You know, of course, Lazarus is going to die again. He still has, he has to, he has to die. You know, this is later on. We don't have an account of that. But for right now, he's going to bring back Lazarus back to life. But even knowing that, because of the sadness and the mourning of of, uh, of Martha and Mary and the other people with them, the other friends, uh, he weeps. He cares. He cares about us. Yeah. He cares about yeah. our emotions. And he's in our mess with us. Like, even, like, I, I want to bounce forward to a little bit okay where it's i'm not going to read the whole passage but um uh jesus is saying take away the stone to martha and she's basically like it's all right gonna... where are we at tell the people where we're at john 11 verse 38 okay. right after right right jesus after went... jesus okay um he says to martha take away the stone she basically says no it's going to smell terrible in there he's been rotten and then uh jesus says did i not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of god so they took away the stone and jesus lifted up his eyes and said and this is interesting to me that it makes me believe that when jesus was in or when god was in human form uh he had to he it wasn't like i mean the, the 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 things that he did were available to him but they also had to be I think they also had to be somewhat 
not verified, but almost like a permission because he says, he says, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this, I said this on account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. Right, right. He, well, he, being, because of his humanness, I believe that Jesus still had to follow the direction of himself, his God the Father part in heaven. He still had to, he still had to, to go by the will of God the Father. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is this is the will of God the Father. Je- you remember in the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus is about to go to the cross and he doesn't want to go to the cross, and it's very obvious that he doesn't want to go to the cross, and he prays to God the Father, if it be your will, take this cup from me. If not, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to obey. I, I'm, I'm going to do whatever you want me to. But... He does the will of God even when it's hard or even when it's tough. Jesus is not just acting on his own. He's not just showing off that he can take everything. Right. He's not. He's not just. Yeah. He's not just. If if I would if me or you would have had the powers that Jesus had, can you imagine the crazy, stupid human stuff that we would have done? (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, if somebody say, I dare you to do a miracle, you know, I'd make a tree grow. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Or, zap, or zap a bad guy. Yeah. Or something. You know what I'm saying? But Jesus, when somebody asked him to do it, when a Pharisee asked him to do a miracle, he said, no, I'm not doing a miracle for you. Yeah. You know, you don't believe <laughs> and I'm not doing one for you. But if they followed him around enough, they would have seen him do miracles. But because they asked him to do one, he wouldn't do it. But back to Jesus wept. Talk about that a little bit. What does that mean to you? Jesus wept. Well, I mean, it shows somewhat of a vulnerability in my opinion. Um, It shows that he... I, I don't... Well, I think... Well, you kind of already talked about it, but I mean, I think the more important question is what was he weeping about? Because he obviously wasn't weeping about Lazarus dying, I don't think. That's exactly what I was saying a minute ago. Yeah, yeah because I, I mean, he's like, I'm about to raise him from the dead, but I I mean, I, I think it's more important. I think it's even better that he was weeping because of Mary and Martha and all the other people that were right Jesus was present in their situation in their mourning and their sadness with with them and I think what one of the things that we should take away from this is that Jesus is with us in our moments you know he's with us in our happiness he's with us in our successes and our victories he's with us in our failures he's with us in our mess you know uh, he's with us in our problems. He's with us in our sadness. He's with that, That's what the verse Jesus wept tells me. He knew he was going to raise Lazarus. He knew what was going to happen, but he still was in the moment with his friends, with his loved ones. He was still in the moment with them. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a... Uh, it, it's a very short, but profound... Oh, absolutely. It's beautiful. It is. It's, it's, well, I mean, can you imagine the cre- creator of the universe 
I mean, if you think about it, a Lazarus's death, like without without the it's a grain of sand on the beach. Well, without without if G if Lazarus was just another person in history and Jesus was not there to resurrect him and or anything like that. I mean, it that's nothing in the big scheme of things. Right. That's what I was saying. A grain like, on the sand. But this a, a grain but of Jesus, sand on the beach. Yeah. But Jesus went to a place where he could but have been stoned to, to death. Jesus. Well, he, he could have been stoned to death, and he resurrected him. Number one, and he was in grief. Yeah. With Lazarus's family and friends. It's kind of a. It's kind of a. It's it's a it's it's a conundrum because you see Jesus as God he's here as God and he's going to raise Lazarus from the dead but you also see him in his capacity as as a human friend and as a as a he loves the ones he loves and he's with them in their sadness and so it almost at first seems to be a contradiction you know why would Jesus weep? Why, if if that would have been my, if me, and they'd have said, you know, everybody would have been crying. I would have said, "Hey, y'all, don't worry about it. I'm here. Yeah. I'm gonna fix everything. I'm gonna raise Lazarus from the dead." But that wasn't what Jesus did. He 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 got down in the ditch with them. He cried with them. He he Jesus wept. He he was in the moment with them, and that is so important to me that is so that is that makes me feel so good because that makes me realize that jesus is with me in all my moments well the the like even right before jesus wept with them you have to look at the emotions that were quote unquote in the room like like how how everybody was feeling at the time because martha and mary and some of the other people were upset at Jesus for not being there when he was sick. They didn't understand what had to be done. So, and then Jesus said in, uh, in verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me through he, though he die yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are Christ and the son of God who is coming into the world. That's the most important passage in this whole account. Yeah. Uh, what you just read. I am the re- Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Well, and, and, this? and this can be taken out of context, too, in a positive way. That it's not just talking about this story. It's not just talking about Lazarus oh, no. dying yeah, and then physically yeah. being raised from the dead. Yeah. It's talking about spiritually too, like people that are dead in sin and and walking around with a with their huge Absolutely. cross and stuff. Yeah. They're dead. You are you are spiritually dead, and God has the power to raise you from that death, and you can live. You can live for Christ. You can live for for um, the kingdom of heaven. You can. So what do we take away from this? What do you take away from this? Which, which part? The whole the thing. The whole thing? Yeah, the whole thing. I think that, uh, I mean... G- Jesus is with us in our suffering. G- he, he, Jesus he is with us in our us. suffering, and our God is not a cold-hearted God. 
Right. He's not a distant. He's not like, oh, I'm sorry. He's with us. Like, right. Yeah, he's right. he he weeps with us, and he, and even now, I think it, I think he does because just because we we uh, live for God's and we and we uh, read God's word doesn't mean that bad stuff isn't going to happen happen to us. Sad times aren't going to happen to us, but it does mean that he's going to be with us and he's going to weep with us. Whether you can, I don't know that this is more important than than Jesus being with us and mourning with us and being our personal friend and God, but I, it, this story is also about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Jesus, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. That means that he can, he has the power over death. He has the power of resurrecting people from the dead. And like you said, people who are dead in their sins, he has the power to change their hearts to wipe away their sins, to resurrect their life from the ashes and give them new life. And he has, that. that's the ultimate power. That's, you know, to give eternal life. And, conquer death. Right, to conquer death. Yeah, I, th- I well, think that's... And, and another thing that I, I don't know if we have enough time to talk about it fully on here, but like for our viewers at home, can... Uh, <laughs> Radio can, land. Yeah, can um, think about and uh, dissect is is why why would he do this for a small group of people? Why did he say it had to be done for a small group of people when he could just throw the guy in the street, get everybody to circle around and then say, "Get up." Like why why did it have to be why why well, or a better I mean, question there, why didn't there, he do it? There's a large group of people here. For, I mean, not I, well, a huge maybe. group. I, I mean, he could have gotten. The, I mean, they, if he would have said, there would have been hundreds there. But no, I mean, there's a pretty good many people here. There's Lazarus. Of course, Lazarus is dead in the tomb. The disciples, Martha and Mary, all the disciples, and the other followers of Jesus. There weren't just twelve following him around. There's a large group of women that went with him. Mary well, that, that's what I'm saying. These are all believers in Christ. Right. Why didn't he do? Why it? didn't he do it for the world? Yeah, because I believe it's because. He wanted. He wants. He wants us as his believers to carry these messages, these stories, these accounts to unbelievers and bring them to the light. Yeah, I, I believe it's because if you if you notice all through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, everything's about faith. Yeah, and if you if if. If Jesus shows up at, you know, every morning you wake up, Jesus is, you know, of course, Jesus is with us all the time. But, I mean, he physically manifests and fixes you breakfast and gets all your stuff ready and makes everything perfect and anoints you and makes your life easy. And you, what faith do you need? You know, why everybody would serve that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we that, we are we are required to have faith to overcome doubt and to overcome sin and evil. Well, in the world. well that and speaking on faith, I saw a cool thing on uh, social media the other day that said uh, it was talking about how when you're going through hard times and you can't seem to hear God or you're falling away from God, and it said it said like a teacher doesn't usually talk during a test. That's right. And uh, God and, is silent a lot of times when yeah. you're going through stuff. And I mean, that's where faith comes in. You just got to have faith that 
It's in God's hands. That's right. You're in God's hands. That's right. Um, so God is with us in our messes. He is, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. He does love us. And we got to have faith that even though we don't know what tomorrow holds, we know who holds tomorrow because Jesus knew that Lazarus was going to die and he knew that he was going to raise him from the dead. God has a plan in a way. And like, like the, the, the little say, catchphrases say, I don't, know what to, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow. We've got to have faith in God and faith in Jesus. And even though our situation may not be perfect all the time, and even though we may be in a really bad place or in a really tough spot, ask God, you know, reach out to God and say, what do you want me to learn from this yeah. trial? What do you want me to learn from this hard thing? Don't just fuss and whine and complain. Ask God what he's trying to teach you, what he's trying to show you, what he wants you to do in, the, in your hard, your tough, uh, your situation. Ask God what he wants you to do. It, the, the situation you may be in may be so that you can react well and not pitch a fit and not be ugly and, and just so that somebody else can see you behaving calmly and trusting in God. That may be the only witness they have. You know, we're, we're not, everybody doesn't read the Bible, but everybody reads us. Yeah. Are you the Bible that somebody else is reading? And if you are, what do they get? What are they getting from what you're putting out? And I know, you know, a lot of times with me, it's bad. And I'm, I'm sure with everybody it is. But anyway, I think this was a good one. Yeah. It's pretty All right. good. All right. <laughs> You want to pray us out? No, you got it. All right. Holy and beautiful Father, make us lights into this world unto you. Thank you for weeping with us. Thank you for getting in the ditch with us, Lord, when we're down. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for celebrating with us with our victories. Thank you for walking with us each and every day. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we do know that you hold tomorrow and we trust you, Lord. We're not asking you to make it easy for us. We know that you warned us that in this world we would have troubles. We love you and we praise you. May your name be blessed on high. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right.